Hello, and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is, why does my home do that? Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. It's so easy. Wherever you're listening to The Home Building Hero, all you have to do is search for Home Building Hero. That's three words, Home Building Hero, and hit the subscribe button. And you'll get notified every time we release a new episode. And we got tons and tons of content, all sorts of topical information, anything that you would need to help you build, buy, or design your next home, or tips for living in your home, design tips, you name it, we've got an episode about it here at The Home Building Hero. So today's topic is, why does my home do that? And I thought this would be a great topic for people because there's always things that we get as questions, things that happen after people live in their home for a little bit, and they don't understand why it's occurring or why it's happening. I thought this would be a great start to to talk about some of these things. So I'm just going to jump right into some of the topics, and hopefully this will answer some questions for you guys that are living in your home or things that maybe you've always wondered about and you you don't know why it's happening. And a lot of this we're going to start with in the basement. Because if now, of course, if you're in a different part of the country, you don't have a basement, you're probably scratching your head on this and, you know, maybe stay with me on it. But in, in a lot of areas, you have a basement. And so... A lot of people don't understand how things work down there. So the first thing that a lot of people will ask, why is my home doing that is, you know, why is my sump pump running? Well, first of all, we put in a sump pump for a reason. It's designed to run. We've basically dug a pit in the ground a couple feet below where your footings are. And this is far into the ground. And we've designed this pit to collect water so that we can then pull it away from the foundation and pull it away from your house. So it will run. It should run. And I know I have people come to me, oh, yeah, well, my other house, the sump pump never ran. It never ran. Well, why why didn't it run? Because when it's raining, it's probably going to run and it should run. And if it's not running, that could be a problem as well. But the sump pumps do run. And if you're using a very good drain tile system, you're going to want all that moisture that's in the soils around your foundation to collect in that drain tile system and work its way towards that sump pump so that it can pull that moisture out and kick it away from your home. So having the sump pump run is not a bad thing. Now, if it's running constantly, well, you know, maybe you have a storm or, you know, maybe you have wet soils. Uh, Where I live, I have wet soils. I have a lot of clay. And it takes a lot of time for that water to get out of the soil. So my sump pump runs fairly often. And that's okay. I understand that. I know that I have an area with some wet soils. Heck, when I mow my lawn, I know that even a couple days after rain, the ground is still kind of damp and and, and, um, the ground can be soft and squishy. So you have to understand that, you know, your sump pump is designed to run. That's okay. And newer homes have better drain tile systems. Older homes, you may have just as much water in the soil and, 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 and water coming towards your foundation as that new home that you have. But maybe you just don't have good drain tiles or they're clogged. So the water isn't even getting all the way to the sump pump. So understand that it's okay for your sump pump to run. That's why you have it. All right. The next question is, why does my home do this? Is with your concrete floor in your basement. 
All right. And a lot of people wonder about this. Why are there cracks in my floor and my brand new floor and my concrete basement floor? Why are there cracks? Well, first of all, that's going to happen because of how it's built. One of the code things that we have to do here is we have to put down a vapor barrier, which is a big, thick sheet of plastic. And we put that vapor barrier down before we pour the concrete. In the old days, you didn't have to put that down. And that's put down for a reason. It's put down to help reduce the amount of radon that comes out of the ground, which is also potentially harmful for you over time. But you put that vapor barrier down to reduce the radon. And then you pour your concrete over it. Now, unfortunately, once you put that plastic barrier down, you have now eliminated an entire side and a whole bunch of surface area that that concrete can dry. And so normally, concrete would dry from the top and the bottom all the way to the middle. But now, when you've basically eliminated the bottom as a potential drying spot, what happens? It can only dry from the top down. So the top dries quickly. It forms kind of a crust and then there's all that moisture below. And eventually that moisture has to escape somehow and it can't escape down below. So it has to come up. And so sometimes when it's coming up, it will burst through and create a small crack. So that is why you'll sometimes see small cracks in your basement floor. And that is a pretty normal thing. I always like to refer to, if you've ever made you know, pudding before on the stovetop, you pour it in a cup, you put it in the refrigerator and the top of the pudding gets kind of that hard layer on top, and then all of a sudden it cracks open. Well, that's exactly what's happening with your concrete floor. It's the same thing. The moisture has to come out somewhere, and so you will notice cracks. So ideally, you want to have control joints put in the floor, and if you have a decent contractor, they're going to identify how far apart to put those control joints and find any areas that are going to be stress points where that floor could shift a little bit, where it could crack, so that any of the cracks happen within the stress point or a small crack goes right to the stress point and stops instead of going all the way across your basement floor. And some contractors will saw cut the basement floor and others will trowel a control joint. Either one is fine, uh, but you do want to have control joints in there and understand that you will get some cracking in your basement floor. Next, why does my home do that? Question is with your basements. If you have a poured concrete basement, you will also notice that you may see small cracks in the surface of that concrete. It's the same thing where moisture is trying to get out. When you pour a concrete basement, you have to understand that there are thousands of gallons of water in that concrete that have to come out. It doesn't just come out overnight. It doesn't come out over the first few days. It takes months for all that water to come out of your basement. And you need to just understand that and be aware of it. So, you know, that's why the house is humid and there's a lot of moisture in the home early on because that moisture has to come out. And again, that can sometimes cause surface cracks. These forms that the masons use, they're not always perfect. Sometimes they, they get a little ding in them. Sometimes there's a little bit of residue material in it. So when they pull that form off, not every single piece of that wall is going to look picture perfect. It sometimes looks a little rough. Some use flat textures and you'll notice things a little bit more with that. Or if you have a brick texture, you might notice a couple spots where there's a little chip in the brick. That's pretty normal and that's all within standards of the industry. Then you'll see some other things. You might see a spot in the wall where there already is a saw cut or a, a groove put into the wall. And that's done on purpose. And the reason that is done is because that is a designed 
place for your wall to crack. And you're probably thinking, what? You, you're trying to make the wall crack? Well, yes. Yes, we are. And the reason, again, is if you pour a 100-foot poured wall in a year, that wall is going to shrink an inch, a whole inch. Now, if you don't put any control joints in, if you don't put any seams in that wall that allow for some cracking, you could have a very major crack develop in your wall. And that could cause serious problems. But if you design a few places in a wall and you put a very small V or cut into the wall and maybe put a steel plate behind it or steel um, piece behind it, you've now engineered a spot for that wall to shrink and it's not going to affect the integrity of the wall. So that is why you'll see that. Well, that is why that happens. The next why is this happening to my home question that you may want to consider is when you have an exposed basement. When you have an exposed basement, a lot of times you will have a poured concrete wall abutting a framed wall of the home. Now, generally that will work fine. But after several years, you're going to have the house settle. The house is going to move a little bit on you. And sometimes what happens is the poured concrete wall will settle a little differently than that framed wall. And sometimes those separate slightly. And what can happen? Well, if you get a heavy rainstorm, you've got a lot of water coming in, you could have you know, a potential for water coming in between those two surfaces. And a lot of times it's a very simple fix. Sometimes it's just as simple as caulking it and because that gap can, you know, that, that wood could pull away a little bit from the basement when the house settles. And also now you have a, a small space where moisture can pool up and then eventually work its way into the basement. It's not a major defect or anything. It's just something that happens when you have two different materials abutting each other. And that is why that happens. The next question for why does my home do that is why is my home making noise? Every once in a while, the, the house will just kind of make like a, a clunk noise or it'll make kind of a, a crack noise. Is my house falling apart? No. Your house is settling. Your house is adjusting. You have to understand that your house is built with a lot of wood. It's built with concrete. There's steel. There's all sorts of things at play. And all these different materials have different strengths. They have different flexibility. And they are exposed to humidity, vast temperature changes, environmental changes, people moving throughout the home. Those are going to cause the home to settle and sometimes cause the home to, to make a, a, a sound. And so sometimes it's just a settling noise of the home. Could be just, you know, uh, uh, something moving just slightly and, you know, a, a crack and a, a little thing here and there is not anything to be alarmed by. It's just something that happens as a house settles. Most homes are going to settle quite a bit in the first year. So that's why we do warranties on the home. That's why builders come back. And that's why sometimes things change in your home because it needs about a full year for it to acclimate. You have to go through an entire season for that home to fully adjust to the site. So you need to go through you know, cold seasons and warm seasons, heating and cooling, high humidity environments and lower humidity environments. And that home will settle and adjust. It'll dry out. That could be something where the home just sort of dries out and it makes that sound. 
But there's all sorts of different things can, that can cause that, but those are reasons why your home will do that. And then that can cause other things. So for example, why do I have a little crack in my drywall in the ceiling in my brand new home? Your house is settling, that's why. And that's normal, that's expected. That can happen because the house will shift a little bit. That lumber might have a lot of moisture in it. Now you've run the heat for 90 days straight and your house is really dry. That moisture is going to start pulling itself out of everything it can find. It'll start pulling moisture out of the studs in the home and the woodwork in your home. So yes, you will sometimes notice a small drywall crack. And that's why builders come back and they fix those things after a year because that's expected. You know, this door in my home, it was working fine and now it won't latch. Well, again, it's not that you've got a defective door necessarily. I mean, it could be, but it's because your house is settling and that's a normal thing. Your house is drying out. Things are adjusting. When that stud dries, it may move slightly, which then pulls the door slightly and now the latch doesn't work. That's so very easy to fix. A lot of times, you know, just adjusting the hinge slightly, putting an additional screw in, um, or just adjusting the, the, the plate, kick plate. All those little things can make such a difference and uh, it's, it's very easily done and it can be easily remedied and it's not a big deal. And it happens all the time with homes because they're going to settle. Especially here in Wisconsin, we have some extreme climates. Last year we had negative 50 degrees and then we went all the way to having, you know, over 100 degrees in the summer. So, you know, that's a 150 degree swing. That will affect anything. That will affect a home, that'll affect steel, that'll affect lumber, that'll affect, you know, you personally, your body. You're not going to go from negative 50 to 100 degrees wearing the same clothes, but your house has to kind of live and, and deal with that type of situation. So you have to understand that those things will sometimes happen, and that's a normal part of a home. Next question that why is my home doing that is, you know, I've got a fairly new home, two years old, whatever. Why is my caulk separating by this window? Or why is there a crack already in my caulk? Well, caulk is a flexible substance and that also too will dry out. And again, your home is settling. So it could be that your home settled and that caulk, you know, peeled apart. The caulk is there to prevent water from coming in between those two surfaces in between a siding surface and a window or uh, two different pieces of trim. And the caulk is designed to have some flexibility to it, but over time that caulk will dry out and it'll lose some of the flexibility. And sometimes it's just as simple as putting a very small, tiny bead of caulk over that and working it in and it's solved. And that is a homeowner maintenance item. Caulking is something that the homeowner needs to be responsible for and it's just like owning a car and changing the oil. You've got to do it every so often. It doesn't last forever. You have to imagine that this caulk, especially on certain sides of the home, is sitting in direct sunlight all day. It's got that hot sun beating against it. It's going to dry it out. And eventually, it will need to be you know, recaulked and replaced. And again, that is something that is normal. That is a, a typical homeowner maintenance item. So other, other things that people have said, why is my home doing that is my furnace made a loud noise. I heard a, I heard a thump. I heard, I heard a bang. That could be your duct work in your home. And again, if it's happening all the time, there could be an issue. But if it's something where just occasionally you hear um, a, a bounce or a thump, again, if you've got metal duct work, you've got different temperatures of air, 
And sometimes, you know, that will shift slightly. And of course, metal is flexible. So it could be that, you know, it kind of pops in or pops back out and it makes that little doink sound for just a second and then it goes away. That's fairly common. That's a, a normal noise that you're going to find in a home and that can happen at any time. Another why is my home doing that moment is I've got a, you know, I've got a squeak in my floor. Now, no builder is perfect. Many homes do develop squeaks over time. It can happen for a number of reasons. Sometimes, you know, you've got a nail or a screw that just doesn't quite go in the right way. And when you're stepping on the floor, it kind of rubs and makes a noise. Sometimes you can walk through a house a million times and there's, you don't hear any squeaks. And then all of a sudden you put in a bunch of heavy furniture and you start walking through and all of a sudden you hear a noise in a certain spot. And again, you've got all that weight in certain spots and um, a lot of times when you walk over that floor, now you've got uh, one part of the floor that's kind of compressed down with all this furniture and another part that's propped up a little bit. And you've got a piece of wood rubbing or something rubbing when you step down, it makes that noise. Sometimes it's just as simple as slightly shifting your furniture in the room and that'll take away the sound. Other times, you know, sometimes you got to pull up the carpet and, you know, maybe add another screw or two to the floor in that area or some additional adhesive or uh, sometimes it's it's putting a shim in underneath if you can get at it from below and that solves the problem but those things do occasionally happen they generally can be fixed not every single home is going to be 100% squeak free Um, you can buy different products that help reduce that but again the house is going to settle so you could be in a home for six months and never have a squeak and then all of a sudden you know, the next day there's a squeak in the floor in a certain area because the house has settled. So those are all things. The house is going to acclimate to its surroundings, to its climate. It's going to be drying out. It's going to be, you know, shifting slightly and it may cause some slight imperfections. And those are all things that can be fixed and there's nothing wrong with your home. It's not going to fall apart because of a little bit of settling. Every home settles. So I hope that you found why is my home doing that to be informative and hopefully it's answered a few of your questions. And if you have some other why is my home doing this type questions, I would love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out to me. I'm going to give you a couple different options here. You can reach out to me directly on the website, going to homebuildinghero.com and filling out one of the forms there and that will get emailed directly to me. You can also find me on Twitter at building underscore hero. So at building underscore hero, it's all lowercase. You can tweet me and I would be glad to answer your question for you. And you can also uh, send me an email as well, but easiest to just go to the website and there you can hit a contact us form and it'll go directly to me. And I would be glad to answer your question here, either by email or through the Home Building Hero podcast. So if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure that you've hit the subscribe button and better yet, if you've also enjoyed the content, make sure that you rate us by giving us a five-star rating. Helps more people find us so that we can help more people in turn. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero. I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys very soon.